let the dogs out. Who, 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 who? Welcome, Rankensteins, to Yo, That's Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. It is April Fools, but we are not joking. Today, we are talking the top 10 best fictional dogs. Yo 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 Kaylin, it's not just you and I on this Zoom call right now. Oh, no, no. We have a third Brady Bunch square right above us. A very special guest named Kitty Robinson Lee. Kitty Dean Robinson Lee is the third. I'm here. I made it. This is the greatest honor of my entire life. I'm putting it in our... You're only the second guest that we've ever had. I know. And I just feel like... Yeah, this is going up next to my diplomas and in the Bible where you put like birds and deaths, it's like going in Yoda's rank as well. Kitty and Cody, like some people might remember that Kitty and Cody had a radio show previously. Yeah. Like this is not their first rodeo no, recording Kaylin together. stole my spot. Cody and Kitty on the radio. Correct. Literally didn't the remember Messiah. that till this exact moment. Well, you guys have recorded three together. Years. No, yeah, I remember it was... Really awesome. 90.7 <laughs> was never the same. No, it wasn't. And we made a poster that like split our faces in half and put them all over campus. It was really cool. Really artsy. Yeah. It was really cool. And so we're old pros. And now Kaylin and I are old pros because we've been doing this for six months on the podcast tour. Kitty, we need to just explain you to our listeners because really this this three that we're going to be talking, this is a natural thing for us, right? This is so natural, Cody. I think we should just back and forth just say the first words that come to our mind when we think about Kitty Robinson. Okay. Go Maryland. ahead. You go first. <laughs> Maryland. Got it. Mine is, listens to our episode on a smart cast TV. Next. <laughs> okay. Once I jumped into a pile of leaves with her. Oh, that's true. <laughs> okay, oh, I'm really Mine cool. Mine is, Lottie Nelson, employee extraordinaire. Mine is everyone's favorite person because Kitty really is just the all-around goat. She's the best person ever. We met her our freshman year at Messiah College. We took a class together that could only be described as like monumental, earth shattering, life changing, where we just made a class of 12 people in Mountain View classroom and a man that I don't think was sanctioned to work at Messiah. Listen to us (laughs) sing Broadway show tunes at the top of our lungs. Kitty was a big Good Morning Baltimore. Matchmaker, Um, matchmaker, matchmaker, matchmaker. That room. <laughs> she, <laughs> she worked she the room. Very, she was I a very important part of of our Messiah College experience. So it's this is kind of now if you're a listener and you're like, oh, we can hear that Cody and Kaylin are friends, like they banter, whatever. Oh. This is really the trifecta. You finally, you finally got the full effect of what we were doing when we walked around Messiah's campus and basically tried to perform for anyone who would listen. This is the trifecta that we once tried to symbolize by, well, Kitty said that she symbolized by getting three little studs pierced in her ear, and then when two of them fell out, she said that hers was the one that was left, so she did not, I guess, want to be our friend anymore. I was the first stud to fall out. Cody was the first to leave. I do consider myself the glue of this 
friendship. And so the fact that you guys have had this podcast going on, I'm like, oh, it's gonna like the glue is is rubbing away. <laughs> you need to get some more adhesive in there. And so I'm glad to be here. She is back, back gluing us back together. I can't dogs believe we survived this long, but dogs brought the three of us back and ready to talk. So we went down to visit Kitty and her new husband, Todd, just last month. And it was the first time we got to see them in so long because of COVID stuff. And it was a really awesome trip. And I remember Kitty saying, hey, you guys should do fictional dogs as a topic. I will never forget it. Right. And And so when you posted that it wasn't a joke, I was like, of course it's not a joke. This is 100% serious. Fictional dogs are... There's nothing more serious than there's nothing more serious. (laughs) No. It turned out to be a really fun topic, and you guys who voted had way more opinions than I expected. Yes. I did not. There were, like, full books being written about breeds of dogs and who actually qualifies and anamorphs, et cetera. So lots of good things happening. Um, But before we get into our list, let's talk Rankenstein of the week. So... This week, she's been deserving of this for a while now, but this really was her week. Rankenstein of the week is none other than Gail Mercedes Sherry Now Martinez. I thought you just said the name wrong, and I was like, Cody, I think I know that it's Martinez from Facebook. Oh, no. Gail's middle name is Mercedes. Gail's middle name? Oh, my gosh. I didn't know. That is a power name, a power name. She should be ranked as end of the week just for that. And so should Pam, of course, for naming her that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so Gail gets ranked sign of the week this week because she worked really hard to get top fan on Facebook. You get a little yes. badge if you like comment enough. And then right away the next week it went away. <laughs> she texted me and said, I've been trying so hard. I've been commenting so much. <laughs> well, wouldn't you know, when I signed on to Facebook today, Gail got her top fan badge back. She got my cousin Val to rank. She called all the Rankensteins in and had them talk about dogs. So Gail, this one is dedicated to you. Okay, so let's jump into our list. We are going to do our Aldi roundup from 20 to 11 because there's too many good dogs, good doggos on this list to not include. So, um, but wait, actually before Aldi roundup, like, can we just get a quick vibe check just on dogs in general? I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. Yes. Like, Kitty, you go first. Dogs in general? (laughs) Dogs are the greatest creation of of all. (laughs) They are number one on the world. They're the best. (laughs) And you currently have a dog, right? I currently have a dog. His name is Bartlett. Yeah. This is the thing is I only like dogs that are like really strange. So Bartlett is, he's Boxer, Rottweiler, Chow Chow, Basset Hound mix. And he looks like a Franken dog. Like he's not like a mix of them. It's like none of those. They took the legs from the Basset Hound. You took the head from the Boxer. You took (laughs) the tail from the Chow Chow. He's just a compilation. He's the best. So Kitty's dog is the sweetest dog, kind of, but Kitty, the air that she puts around the dog is so tense that I thought that it was going to attack me the first time I met it. And it did kind of not like Cody the last time yeah, we it saw it. Like so Cody. she it, wasn't like, loved me, wrong. wanted to be around me, and then just yeah. kept eyeing me up the just whole rest of the time. Just wasn't sure. So but Kitty, vibe check, yes, me. she loves it. She loves Bartlett. We love it. Cody, what's yours? 
My vibe check I'm is like, okay, so my say. shoe size used to be a 10 and then oh. like my shoe started, my foot started shrinking, I think. So now I'm like a nine and it's very weird. That's kind of how I feel about dogs. Like I used to be a 10 on that scale. I love, I grew up with dogs, love dogs, but I think so many people around me like them so much more than me now Yeah, you're down. that I'm like, um, I don't know guys. Like I like it, but I don't need to like see it everywhere on your Instagram feed. Oh, I said it, I said it, I said it. Cranky you. Yeah, that's It's targeted to many people because that is my whole Instagram is people's. It's not just targeted at you, Kitty, but yeah, if you feel it. I mean, I do feel like it. So you don't have a dog right now. You had a dog for three days of quarantine. Your mom let you have your dog at the beginning, her dog, and that was it, right? That's enough for you right now. Oh, she was so sweet for one day. It was great for one day. Yeah, it's not really How about you, Kaylin? So I don't love dog like I do love dogs I was never really a dog person I had a traumatic experience with the loss of my first dog and I think that has honestly like tainted how I view like human relationships people relationships my whole like defense with comedy I think came from this first dog so I've been a little bit nervous for the rest of my life truly about the dog so I have a dog now that if you know me you know that I hate. It's my husband's dog named Ruby. It's a fake Boston Terrier that I think is really just a pit bull that we paid for a Boston Terrier. I hate her. So she's not really like helping me. However, when I see dogs like fictional dogs, I love them. I just don't think I need them like around me all the time. That makes sense. Ruby yeah. is more is less dog and more um, that robotic thing the from the one Black from Mirror Black Mirror. Episode yeah, the fifth episode. Yeah, yes, hundred percent. Like that is the what robot Ruby comes is. and kills humans. That's more what Ruby is, um, right? But don't worry, Kaylin, because there seems like there's some dog loss trauma in your life. We will yes. cover it later. In the We've episode, got to cover it. A lot of dog loss. We'll have to talk about. So, <laughs> all right, let's get into our Aldi roundup. Um, and this is what I'm going to have you guys do. Okay, if yeah. you really like this fictional dog. Um, I'm gonna have you I'm go like, like woof, 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 no. woof. <laughs> like a happy woof. But guys, wouldn't you know that woof <laughs> is a double meaning? Because if you think this this dog you don't like, then you're just gonna say like woof. <gasps> oh, Gosh. okay. You know, Inflection. like like buzz your girlfriend woof. Okay. Yeah, yeah, got it. So, okay, number twenty, Dante from Coco. Oh, woof, 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 woof. <laughs> We're happy. <laughs> so tentative. Love it. Was, like, he had more hair. <laughs> he does need a little more hair, but his tongue makes just, up for yeah. it. His... Yeah. Dante is a new addition. Coco's a newer movie, but he is an epic dog and turns into this, like, creature at the end. So awesome. All right. Number 19, Pluto from, like, Mickey Mouse stuff. Woof. Like, woof. I don't care he he is the one that doesn't talk, right? He's the, yes. just the dog. So it's always yes. confused me that there's like Goofy well, who talks. We'll get into that. Yeah. We will get into that. Yes. We'll actually get into it right now because okay, Goofy okay. did not make our top twenty. Goofy, we are trying to figure out this week what is Goofy because there's a meme going around that Goofy is actually a cow. Kelly Whalen, like, thank was you for bringing our today attention years to this. old when I learned that Goofy was a cow. What? And then the people are like, wait, wasn't he a dog? Like, what's the real thing? So I went like any good investigative journalist does. Yes. I went to Snopes.com yes. and I solved the mystery. He is, in fact, an anthropomorphic dog. 
He is oh, not phew, a cow. Phew, Somebody wrote gosh. a like article that was kind of humorous about him being a cow because of of what kind of world we were living, like America was going through, and they couldn't call him a cow, so they said he was a dog. But no, it's not true. He is a dog. Okay. He is into Clarabelle the cow, and that's confusing too. Oh, like his love interest is a cow. That's the thing. So, yeah. That's but he really is an confusing. anthropomorphic dog who talks when in reality Pluto, who is a dog right next to him, does not. He didn't make our list, but Pluto did. That's interesting. Very strange, guys. Okay. Number 18. <gasps> Blue from Blue's Clues. Woof. 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 Kitty, it's more than wolf. one if we're woof. happy. <laughs> yeah, if it's happy, like right away. Woof, 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 woof. We're like, happy. Right, okay. we're... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got it. We love blue, although you said you liked magenta better this week, Cody. Oh, magenta is the star. Also, Blue's Clues was um, very uh, progressive because blue was a girl and magenta was a boy. We love to see it. They were playing with those gender norms when we were little. Yes. (laughs) Coming in at number 17, all of the 101 Dalmatians. All of them. Mm. There's so many of them. Do I have to say 101 woofs? (laughs) (laughs) I feel woof. Okay, I don't really care. Kitty, you like? Well, I like the one that pees in the live action movie. <laughs> and that dipstick or whatever its name is, yes, that does yes. it for me. I, I, All of them raise up higher because of dipstick. Okay, that's good. Number 16, Copper from Fox and the Hound. Woof. I wasn't allowed to watch Fox and the Hound because my mom said it was too sad. She's so right. I've She's never so seen right. it. My bad things, Cody, only come from the sadness, not the character itself. I just it have bad is, vibes okay. around it. Okay, so I just watched it the other night with Shannon, <gasps> and I was because I wanted to remember, like, why you do I think do it's research. sad? I couldn't yeah. even remember what happened, guys. Spoiler alert: neither of them die. <laughs> so why so are we really, sad? Why we're are sad, we sad because they're forced not to be friends. Copper is forced to go hunt Todd <laughs> the fox. Literally, like oh, none of them. Oh, that's a little dramatic. That is dramatic. They grow up. They're so cute when they're little, and his voice is like, "You're mine too, Todd." Like, yeah, that's so a little. Cute. That's what it is. Is that they have to turn against, right? Like that's yes. sad. Do that's they sad. reconcile? They do. He say, "Yeah, Copper saves his life." It's actually a very happy ending. So I was oh, kind of oh, confused. Good. I was like, "Why do I think it's?" But so it was depressing? like deep seat. Like I was like, "This is a no for me, right?" Maybe it's from that sing along song tape we had. Something happened <laughs> yeah. to us with that. I don't know. At number fifteen, the name I couldn't pronounce uh, back when we ever whatever episode we talked about her, Nana from Peter Pan. Not Nana. Better parent than either of the parents She's to really the kids. The so we love that. At number 14, this might be surprising, it's not our top 10, Buddy from Airbud. Woof. Yeah, woof. You know why? Sorry, Jess. Here's why. There not that scene where he, like, throws the basketball so far? I guess the kid is who I give the woof to because he, like, says, like, get out of here and makes him chase the basketball. And that's really, really sad. But I just, you know, don't care about that basketball playing dog too much. Many I don't like do. it when dogs are better at something than I am. Like, I, <laughs> I'm are. the human. I want to be you are. the best at and guys, basketball. Just a quick side note. <laughs> Kit Zoo Robinson did play her own, like, did play her share of basketball. She wore a sweatshirt around Messiah College though that we knew she wasn't just messing around yeah so yeah i was real i get I had those breakaway Bud. pants or whatever <laughs> i had to take off when i got onto the court so Airbud was not welcome number 13 gromit from wallace and gromit woof 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 woof, woof, 
um, for me too. Yeah, I'm glad you guys like him. I've never seen this, so I'm gonna say good. You guys are votes of confidence for this. Gromit's awesome. The cheese Gromit. Gromit is really yeah. If you've seen uh, these movies, and now they have a bunch of different things, but he's epic. Number twelve, Toto from Wizard of Oz. Woof. 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 Right. Like, woof. Yeah. Like yeah. doesn't like, do anything. I, that's anything. what I was wondering. I think like the idea of Toto is fine. Like I like He's Wizard like her of Oz. Friend. Yeah. Yeah, but Toto like literally doesn't do anything. Also, if you're ever in a live action version of Wizard of Oz, boy, <laughs> does that Toto's handler think they are something? <laughs> like, and it doesn't matter what. It's always like a Chihuahua because nobody has that dog like in your right. high school area. But boy, are they something. I do like uh, that he can fit in a basket, though. Like, that's cute. He, like, pops on yes, the basket. Yes, that's cute. That yeah. is cute. That's cute. Coming in at number 11 and just missing out on our top 10 is Clifford the Big Red Dog. Woof. I don't get the logistics around Clifford. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm serious. He is, like, riding public transportation. Like, it's just, like, it doesn't seem like it works. I with think we need an origin story. Movie. You know, like how, like, Wolverine got his own movie. Like, yeah. I think we need yeah. an origin story of Clifford because what made him this way? Why does Emily Elizabeth, who I do not trust, why does mm-hmm. she have him or go near him? Very confusing. Don't get it. So, uh... Yeah, we're not big fans of Clifford, but those are our Aldi Roundup. Some good dogs mentioned in there. And then also some good dogs that just didn't even make our list at all. And so maybe you'll hear those in our Robbed Goddesses later. All right. On to our top 10. Coming in at number 10, we have Beethoven. Oh, Beethoven. So thanks to Chloe, we thought about the idea of like, making sure we mentioned which breed each of these dogs were. That's right. the one that I saw do that first. But I'm going to ask you guys, and th- some of these are easy. Some of them we'll see what answer I accept. So for Beethoven, what breed is he, you guys? We know this. St. Bernard. St. Bernard. Kitty, did yeah. you know this? No, yeah, I did. <laughs> Kitty, so I was like, stare. Sometimes <laughs> Burmese mountain dogs look like St. Bernard. No, you're right. Like, is he you're secretly right. a Burmese mountain dog? But. Yes, you're right. But I think... Now I'm questioning. No, no it's a he Saint absolutely. Bernard. Yeah. Bernard. I had a Bernese mountain Bernard. dog growing up named Lucy. She was so sweet. They're not quite as big as, uh, and not really the same coloring, but St. Bernard, yes, with the barrel under his, under his neck, you know, oh, how yeah. he used to carry things. Okay, so Beethoven, there were eight iterations of Beethoven from 1992 to 2014. That was oh, a little shocking it. to me. Um, and the weird thing that I found out that this was created by John Hughes, like that director, but he did it under a pseudonym. So nobody knew it was him like in the very beginning. So that he, which, tracks, it actually. makes sense. He's home yeah. alone. Dennis the Menace, Uncle Buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I read the plot description of this movie, but I'd like you two to tell me what you think the plot description for the first Beethoven is. I'll get you started off, Kitty. Beethoven is running amok in that house. Oh, he is, he okay. is clearing tables. Now you pick it up. What happens next? Well, I remember that he gets in the mud and he shakes and it's like yeah. spit and mud. Oh, the spit, spit and mud. And then and that's something about a pool. The there is something big about the pool. There's and something about the pool. Would either of you have said that there's a bad vet that's trying to kill an experiment on Beethoven? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> trying to kill Beethoven? Would either of you have said that? No, no. This is honestly something. 
that someone could have put in as the Wikipedia to trick me, but I don't, I'm not going to watch the movie to check it. And there was a bad guy in the movie. So I'm going to say that that's what it was, but that didn't stick in my memory somehow when I was thinking of good old Beethoven. I have in my head that we were like, I didn't watch the original Beethoven as much okay. as I watched like the sequels. I feel like <laughs> the two second and three one when he gets married. Big. Yeah. Oh, and has married. all the puppies I did and the puppies. Oh one. yeah. So Oh, uh, just yeah. to be transparent, a lot of people voted for Beethoven's puppies, and I did lump that in with Beethoven. Okay, so I, okay. I felt like that was important. It's Wait, like all hundred one so donations. Beethoven's a girl. No, Beethoven gets married to the girl. Oh, phew. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was Beethoven like, gets married gonna... to the girl with like the pink little pink hat thing, the and then has the hat. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Has the puppies. Yes, 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 yes. Bonnie Hunt was the mom in this, and I love Bonnie Hunt. Do you guys remember Bonnie Hunt? She had that yes. her own show, and she was 27 years younger than the guy that played the dad in that movie. So that's <gasps> insane. Bonnie Hunt was fresh on the scene when she came wow. out for this. There right. are no movies like this anymore. Like, this is a classic example of a 90s film. It was like, this yeah. would this type of movie would not go to the theaters now. Nobody would pay the money to see it or make it. And it's just, like, kind of a lost art of these, like, kitschy but, like, good family movies that came out of the 90s. I miss things like Beethoven. Don't worry. They made one in 2014 that I'm sure you could look up and like just as much. That's so true. (laughs) All right. Coming in at number nine, we have Slinky Dog from Toy Story. Okay. What breed would you guys say Slinky Dog is? I'll give you two answers. Not Um, uh, Slinky. Slinky. That's one. one. And then like a, a Dachshund, a wiener dog. Yeah, what's a different? What's a dashhound and what's a dachshund? Are they different? Oh no, they're, they're the, same the same thing. It's it's pronounced dachshund, but that's that's the same thing. Okay, so Slinky Dog was in all of the Toy Story movies, which I would not have known that he's in Toy Story four because I never watched it. But I guess he's in all of them. He's loyal to Woody. The thing that first comes to mind for me with Slinky Dog is when he's like stretching out all the way to save them when they're in the van and he's trying oh to get Buzz and Woody and RC car back in the van. Too and then far. it just doesn't work. And he comes back and he's so sad because he's so loyal to Woody. And he has he's to like, so sh- w- like coil himself back up. Oh, yeah. He's like up, sick. Like his... He's like injured. Yeah. <laughs> he's stretched out. You guys know what happened when you try to overstretch a Slinky. Like, they go were- back. They weren't telling they, us something we didn't know. We knew. They do yeah. not go back. We knew. What I thought was weird is they never had him go down the stairs, like head to butt to huh. head to butt, the way we would always put our slinky down yeah. the stairs. You guys did that, right? Maybe they did in Toy yeah. Story 4, and we just don't know. <laughs> Maybe they finally did that. We just don't know. Slinky yeah, is we a like vibe. Slinky like, dog. he is a cool... He's a cool dog, and his voice Mellow. is like, hey, Woody. Yeah, like, it's, like, yeah. low and kind of cool. He's got that vibe. And I think, like, so many of us grew up with Toy Story. And so when we're thinking about, like, dogs that were important to us, Slinky probably isn't the most important character in Toy Story or, like, not everyone's favorite. But that series is so important to us. And so, obviously, he gets a spot here. Okay, coming in at number eight. This had three first place finishes, and I didn't expect it to have any. It. Scooby Scooby Doo. I bet my dad was one of the first places. What is his breed, guys? What would you say? Duh. He's a Great Dane. 
Yes. Although I did watch <gasps> I a clip did of him today where they were riding him like a motorcycle and they like twisted his ears, like the <laughs> ears and his feet. So maybe he's also part motorcycle. I don't okay, know. Okay, I'll accept I both. <laughs> never been able to get Great Dane. Really? I literally, honestly, I don't even see Scooby Doo as a dog in my head. When he started showing so, up on these lists, I was like, uh, is What it would he? you say he is? A cow. I don't know. A cow. A cow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. An I anthropomorphic cow. <laughs> cow. I was like, this really like colored the way that I, when I saw a real Great Dane in real life, I was like, that's not matching up to what I've been <laughs> yeah. told is a Great Dane, which is Scooby-Doo. But okay, I'll take your word for it. Serious so, question. Is yeah. Scooby-Doo orange or have I just seen him orange my whole life? Brown. He's brown. Dang it. Okay. I definitely thought he was like hot orange, which also made me maybe hot think, orange. how is he? <laughs> Never heard. You know, I've heard of hot pink, but I've never hot exactly, exactly hot orange. But now I get okay. it. Now he's brown. Got it. Now you Helps know what him was be interesting. A little bit more of a sleuth, I guess, if he's brown, not orange. <laughs> he fits in as the Great Dane he is. So my like when I think of Scooby Doo, what iteration is the one that your brain first goes to? Not Buffy Summers. Mine goes to the cartoon. Okay. Yeah, mine too. But the one that we grew up with more was that one to me. Like, I watched that live action one a lot. I didn't really watch, like, the cartoon one. I could not recall for the life of me how they do Scooby-Doo in that movie. Like, I don't remember seeing him. I was like, I remember seeing Sarah Michelle Gellar. I remember seeing the husband. What yep. are they? Is it a cartoon? He's, is it a real dog? Like, what are no, they doing here? He's CGI. And, and like, why not get CGI. a real dog? Right. Like, we have the technology to have, like, Wishbone, he was on set and fine. Like, other dogs are on set and fine. You don't have yes. to, like, create a CGI dog. But Scooby, yeah. doesn't Scooby, like, run on his back legs? Like, does Scooby <laughs> walk like a human? No, no, okay. he moves like a dog. He moves like when a dog. When I'm picturing Scooby, he is up. When he runs, maybe he does he, that yeah. and makes those into like little wheels. Yeah, wheel well, how are you going to get motions? a Great Dane to, to run on its back legs? Well, I mean, Cody, we'll talk about a lot of things later that we got dogs to do. I don't know. We have to figure something out. Wikipedia does say that Scooby Doo speaks broken English, and I didn't appreciate it. So that. I feel like he doesn't speak, right? He just. Make he says, right, I think he puts a lot of R's in front of words, I guess. He's kind of like I a don't... Pokemon where, like, they can say their own name. Like, he says, yes. like, Roo, 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 Roo. like, like he yeah. does that, but I don't think he can say, like, hey, Shaggy, come this way. Do dogs have lips? Like, can they make the <laughs> ew, bee ew. noise? <laughs> Do dogs have like, lips? You closest? have a dog, and yes, they have lips. <laughs> What do you think happens? They can't teeth and a chin. Like they can't. They can't do like a B or a P. Of, well, they can't. You can't ask if real dogs have lips to make letters. That so Scooby why can Scooby? Say. Yeah. Why no. can he? Why can he unmask villains and run on his back legs and ask for snacks? Well, I don't know. That's why. Here's the thing. The best thing to come out of Scooby Doo is Scooby Snacks. Both iterations. Yes. First, yes. The especially gummies. the blue. The blue gummies were so good. <laughs> the but blue gummies then, were so good. Then they also came out with like gra- basically Teddy Graham shaped like yes, dog yum, biscuits. Yum, yum, yum. Those were also called Scooby Snacks. And both things are delicious. So I liked the old school cartoon. I thought it was fun. But it's not like a favorite or a piece of nostalgia for me personally. Nah, I'm good on that. Major, but thanks like, for the wolf. snacks. And I related more to Scrappy-Doo because, like, he was the youngest and annoying, and that's kind of what Scrappy. I was. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I reading that they almost had to take him out because he was a bad influence on children. <gasps> Scrappy? Scrappy. Scrappy. Yeah, they were like, he's too 
scrappy. I don't know. It's just a little, <laughs> just a little too scrappy. Those like ad executives in the eighties were like, we don't want our kids becoming we scrappy. We can't have scrappy. <laughs> All right, coming in at number seven, we have Chance from Oprah. Chance. Oh my from, no. <laughs> from Homeward <laughs> Bound. Every time. Can't we can't okay. gargle the best every time. What do you guys think Chance is? Ooh, wrinkly um, face. Bog, okay, that's uh, one. A pit, half pit. That's half a, pit? that's good. American He's pit? an American bulldog. He's an American bulldog. Um, so that's good. That was good. I also will take wrinkly face from Kitty. <laughs> that's like uh, my favorite breed of dog. Is like wrinkly wrinkles, face, wrinkles in okay. the face. Yeah, love a good wrinkle face. We mm. love that. So his catchphrase was "dogs rule and cats drool," which I co-sign. So thank you, Chance. <laughs> He was voiced by Michael J. Fox. So he was like, you know, we were just trained to like love that. We were trained. And if you remember, so he's from Homeward Bound, which trigger war. I mean, the, this movie too, like I, it ends okay. But my first thought is trauma when it comes to Homeward Bound. We'll talk about that more later. It's in too list. much of a roller coaster of emotions. It's a That's roller coaster. It is. I can't do a porcupine and a mountain lion and rapids. Like I'm just like, it's too much. Right when you think they're okay, something crazy happens And little me dogs. also... Little me didn't know how to handle the reunion either. Like I haven't processed feelings. We like will that talk <laughs> about the reunion. We will talk about the reunion. The good thing is I couldn't care. I couldn't have cared less if Sassy the cat lived or died. Sassy <laughs> can do whatever. When Sassy like we thought we were, she was dead, I was like next Bye. scene. Like, Go down the river. <laughs> it will come as no surprise that I was a big Sassy fan. Let's <laughs> let's actually. Why don't we assign roles real quick? If I'm Sassy, which one of you? Is you're not you're sassy, sassy. I don't think you're sassy. I think you're Chance. You're the you? mountain lion. Uh oh. I you're... think Kaylin's sassy. I think. Kaylin oh, I, might okay. Be sassy. That was. I was gonna say Shadow because boring, but that's okay. I'll take whichever uh-huh. one. Well, I was gonna say you're Shadow. I think Kitty's Chance. I think I'm sassy. I truly okay, that's do. nice. I like that. Yeah, Kitty, that's good. You're like the real. Um, you're the leader of the pack. He said that he was the leader of the pack because he was Jamie's dog. So you're the leader of the pack, oh, as okay. evidenced by cool. you ripping out the two piercings that were us, and you left yourself in. Like so the porcupine you, needles in the, my face. <laughs> you're the glue. So also, I, in my ranking, I put like hilarious when Chance was stabbed at the porcupine, and I like remember that being so funny in my mind. And then I just rewatched it last night, Traumatic. and it was so scary. You know, they were like infected and like. He had to get them taken out by the veterinarian. I was like, ow, ow. Yes, that, that's that hurts. Not, that's not funny. That's I don't not know what I was thinking. Funny. While Chance was, yeah. While we're on it, like, do we prefer a movie where the dogs are talking with human voices or where the dogs don't get to talk like that? No, I love a talking dog. I love this because it was real yeah. dogs with the. I think yeah. they exactly. struck gold this here on perfect. Homeward Bound. And because I'm, not I'm not trying to move the mouth. No, like, I, I don't want love that. it. I just do want, like, a fake. Yeah. Ooh, Guys, what am I thinking of? Any... Bushes, the Bushes dog. What is there? What is one that <laughs> Beverly specifically... Hills Chihuahua probably moves? They don't out. have lips. They can't speak. <laughs> we already covered this. Yeah, they have to CGI oh, in right. some lips so they yeah. can say they're bees and peas. Yeah. So we love Chance. We're glad to see him here. We had a poll, and I think people like Chance better. Is that what the poll was saying, or was it Shadow? I have to go back and check. We had a poll to say on Instagram which one because someone was giving Cody shade for not ranking one of these high enough, but we'll get into that later. Well, I'll tell you this much. Shadow wins the poll because he's coming up later on our (laughs) list. So I guess it doesn't matter what people say. All right. Coming in at number six, we have 
Cheddar from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Now you guys are gonna have to educate me because his, it's notoriously Cody doesn't like Brooklyn Nine Nine. I just don't watch it. I don't <laughs> think I dislike it. I just don't watch it. So when I saw so many people ranking it, I was like, yo, I got to get in on this. So hit me up with Cheddar. Kitty, what is Cheddar? Tell the, tell the world what Cheddar He's is. He's a corgi. He is a corgi. So here's why I love Cheddar. And then Kitty, we'll see what you say, too. Detective Holt is the best character on yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. Holt is the heart and soul of the show. He is a character unlike any show on any comedy. He's so funny. And his... Outward display and pride in Cheddar is what makes Cheddar such a good piece of this show. They do a Halloween heist every season and Cheddar wins it one year. Like it is so brilliant. It's a real Corgi that is just Holt and Kevin's pet. They are very, very proud of how well he is trained to retrieve. And so they use him to win the heist one year, which I love. My favorite part of the heist is that some of the other people in the precinct switched out the dog and like it came up next to Captain Holt and he was like, you're not Cheddar, you're a common B word. (laughs) And that was so funny because it looked identical. (laughs) And then Cheddar also like, he runs away one episode and he's like a fugitive and they're chasing after him, but he's just like licking ice cream at the park and like playing in the (laughs) sandbox and they're like getting and like trying to scope him out it's so funny he's it's funny. so smart to make cheddar a corgi because so corgis, smart man they hit their stride about when brooklyn 99 was starting people are obsessed their butts. yes their butts. butts they trained cheddar so any dog that has been cheddar they train to walk in step with holt so anytime he's walking anywhere cheddar is like right there next to him like yeah, trying they to do keep a up step. yeah oh my god i love it anytime you get a layer of holt like whether it's something he does at home or anything and cheddar is like the first and best way we get to see Holt's personality come out so it didn't surprise me that people were putting him pretty high on their list everybody respects him Charles once refers to him as like top dog of the entire precinct like people included so I'm glad Cheddar made it here Cody maybe maybe this will get you to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine I think it will actually but when I said corgis you guys both in unison said their butts that's the best yeah, part. That's of a like corgi. the thing about a corgi. They look like a little loaf of bread, and they when just you like, watch them like yeah. walking their butts, like how they like the switch, butt switch. looks like a loaf of bread. Yes. Yeah, like if you watch them walk from behind, that's what every. If you look on like Instagram, the sticker of a corgi is its butt. Like that's the whole <laughs> the point. Best part. You didn't know. I truly did not get that. I never <laughs> knew that that was a thing. You guys corgis. in unison went their butts and then moved along, and I was like, I am missing something. It's a, it's a joke from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You'll get it if you ever watch it. I'll get it soon. If I watch it. Where do I watch it? Peacock now? I think it's still on Hulu. It's on Hulu. So ask for this one above. <laughs> Whoops. We <laughs> used you Kitty's Hulu, Hulu account. for 50 years until she kicked us off. So maybe yeah, that's why we... Cody's never watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I blame Kitty now. Never mind. It's fine. I have someone else's Hulu account now, but thanks for the time, Kitty. It was a good ride. <laughs> I once famously tweeted that I will not be friends with anyone who doesn't watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I said I had no friends. And then Kaylin tweeted back at me and said, oh. I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I was like, oh my gosh, I have one true friend. And, and so that's that why I got true. to be earring, Cody, and yeah. you were out. That's the it, real I'll reason. Tell I you, cannot believe listeners, it. Listeners, Kitty made good on that promise because yeah, I have true. not received many text messages. <laughs> Kitty and I have G-Chat years. and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and that's what Cody yep. and Kitty will never have. We love it. 
All right, well, let's sow some seeds of division between you two now in our intermission game. I'm so excited because I never have two people on the podcast that I could, like, quiz and put them head to head. So here's what we're going to do. I did not tell you guys ahead of time, but we are going to have a dog's rule, cat's drool trivia session. And you guys are head to head. Okay? Okay. So all of these questions are going to be about cats in pop culture and media and cats are the worst and so um so i'm gonna be asking gonna be mad. <laughs> yeah they will be mad listen i grew up with a million cats cats aren't actually oh. the worst but for the sake of today's podcast yeah 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 they, they drool yeah. yeah cats drool okay but these questions will all be about cats okay in Wait, order how to do we buzz answer? in yeah okay great in great. order to buzz in this is just the theme of the episode you guys have you have to go meow Okay, you have to meow, and that is your ringer in. Okay. okay. Oh my gosh. First, first person that I hear meow is going to get a chance to answer the question. As soon Great. as you meow, I stop reading. So oh you can meow gosh. at any point in the question. Okay. I can't think of a single fact about a real or fake cat, so I yeah, don't know how either. long I'm going to go. But let's try. I think I, think I tuned guys... out during the instructions, so I'm not sure I understand the rules. <laughs> Could he say Just, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, I can right. meow. Okay, question, there's seven questions. Well, question number one. meow. Okay, go ahead. This horrific adaptation of one of Dr. Seuss's best-selling books starred Mike Myers as the protagonist. Meow. Wait, is the question the book? Kitty, the answer Kitty. is the cat in the hat, and that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Jeopardy. The answer is the cat in the hat. So okay, 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 okay. I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay, so that's one point to Kaylin. <laughs> Could we go back and reread the question? No, we cannot. (laughs) Okay, question number two. Complete this lyric from Phoebe Buffay's Smelly Cat. They won't take you to the vet. That's it? I don't remember. I just remember You're definitely not their favorite pet? Close, but not totally. Do you want to steal, Kitty? I'm just going to make something up. You're definitely not going to be dead. <laughs> I'm going to make something up. Wait. They won't take the you cr- to the vet. You're probably not their favorite pet. What is obviously. it? Probably not. You're obviously, obviously not, not their favorite pet. I said definitely. Darn yep. It. I picked okay. a hard one on purpose for that one. Okay. So Kaylin's got one. Kitty's got zero. <laughs> the 2001 hit film Cats and Dogs, in which canines and felines use espionage tact to take their own, take each other down, has how many sequels? Meow. Kitty. Kitty. One. Kaylin. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say three. The correct answer is. Two. So neither one get a point. Man. Yes. Okay, Cats and Dogs, which we saw when we were 11 years old. And I watched a version in Uganda that was in. Didn't you guys watch <laughs> Cats and Dogs? Oh, I've never heard of this. Oh, my God. We gosh, all, before we knew we each other, went together <laughs> as 11-year-olds. Okay, what is well, it? That, Cats and it's, Dogs. I told you. They use espionage. No, I know. But is it real down. animals? Is it cartoon? Like, what is it? Um, like is a there mix. something with a backyard and an underground? Like, I think so, yes. Okay. That's one where their mouth was definitely trying to move, oh, I think. okay. Okay. It's, okay. it's not a good movie. That's why I was joking. But it actually was kind of a hit film at the time. Got yeah, it. Three sequels. Uh, all right. <laughs> the next question. <laughs> 
two sequels, Kitty. You should, if you had a point, I would take it away. Nothing else okay. is in your room to distract you, Kitty. Like you are facing a wall. How could you not be with us? All right. <laughs> Next question. The keyboard cat video arrived yep. on YouTube on my birthday in what high school year of ours? What year did it come out? Meow. Kitty. 2006. Uh, Kaylin. 2008. No, 2007. We split it again. No. Do we get a point if we can say your birthday? Scared. (laughs) No, because Kitty can't and you can. No, I can. I can. You both can? Kitty, what's my birthday? June 6th. Oh! (laughs) Is that not it? Oh, no! Oh, gosh. Don't edit that out, Brian. (laughs) Leave it. Leave it. That's exactly what I wanted to happen. So Kaylin right. gets Kaylin gets a point for knowing my Guys, birthday. I'm so sweaty with stress from this podcast. I can't remember anything else. I literally have a glisten Ooh. on my forehead. Can you see it? Okay, next no. question. Most everyone's mad here. You may have noticed that I'm not all there myself. Is a famous quote by this terrifyingly cheery feline. Meow. The Cheshire yeah. Cat. The oh. Cheshire Cat. Correct. <laughs> correct. Okay, Kitty, you are trailing <laughs> by too many points to make it up. But why don't we just keep Ironic. going? Because of Cats your name. just don't okay. stick in my head. They yeah. just don't stay. Next question. Salem, the talking cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, won favorite animal star three years in a row at this award show. Meow. Meow. Kaylin first. The what's the Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards that you get the little like orange blimp for? Or is that the Kids uh, Choice Awards? Kitty, what were what are you gonna say? I was gonna say the She's cheating. She wasn't gonna say no. Kitty was, was gonna, gonna say, say the Emmy. The That's what Kitty was gonna say. PETA Kitty, Media Awards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, well, Caitlin then gets the point. It was the kids. Choice awards. Oh my! Yes. She said the what? The PETA Media Awards. <laughs> okay, and then I have one more question. This was supposed to be the hardest one, but um, okay. This one, Kitty. This question yes. is worth five points. Oh my gosh! I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm crying, Kaylin but I'm ready. Leads, Kaylin leads four to zero. I mean, this question was always worth five. I am definitely not just saying that right now. Okay. <laughs> Cartoon cat Felix was famous in the era of silent films. What cartoon vixen did he accompany between 1984 and 1988? Vixen? Black and white cartoon vixen. Kind of a baby. Meow? Ooh, ooh. Um, oh. Meow. <laughs> okay. Kaylin was way before you. So. Oh, I didn't even hear her say it. <laughs> because you're not with us in the room. Kaylin, what do you think? I'm going to say Betty Boop. The correct answer is Betty Boop. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. But then my other guess was Jessica Rabbit. Oh, good one. Yes. Thank you. I don't think she's black and white. She's not, but she very much is a vixen. Um, Thank you. Oh, man. So Kaylin wins that game nine to zero. But we've been podcasting for a while. So, you know, next time we have you on, we'll do it again. And I really think you're going to come back. You'll be next time. Wow. We'll see. Your audition is not over. (laughs) All right. Let's get back into our list to talk about our top 
five favorite fictional dogs that you guys voted on. Coming in at number five, we have Doug from Up. What do you guys think Doug is, breed-wise? Boring. <laughs> Round. Round, like just one of those plain ones, golden. So something. he is golden a golden retriever. retriever. Yep, he's yeah, a golden retriever. Yeah. They list him as the tritagonist for the movie Up, which is the third most important character. Wow. Here's my problem with Up. Well, we've already talked on the Pixar episode what my problem with Up is. But when I was reading about Doug, here's my problem. All the names are the same, and they're describing such different things. So it's like there's a boy, a dog, a bird, and an old man, and the names are Charles, Carl, Kevin, and Russell. I'm not keeping that all straight. Like, who's Russell? Who's Carl? Who's Charles? I can't keep it all. Right. There should That's be like true. a fun ga- a fun name in there somewhere, and Doug's the only one. So Doug belonged to the bad guy first, and then he switches his allegiance and follows Russell and the you know Kevin Carl whatever around the rest of the jungle. I was actually surprised to see Doug this high up just because he didn't make any of our three lists and I was I like Doug like he's funny squirrel kind of but squirrel, I think the, people really loved that. Squirrel I, think the I mean the first time I saw it I laughed a lot. Like I thought that true. was and it was like you were so sad at the beginning of up to have like the comedic relief of Doug. You're like oh thank goodness a dog like we can have yes. some joy again. Yes, and Pixar does this funny, like, they make characters like this funny, and they're smart and clever with, like, making his collar say his stuff. But, yeah, Doug didn't stick in my brain for sure, but people love him. He's getting his own Disney Plus series, which doesn't actually surprise me at all. Wow. He has a short that's about him. Like, I think Doug made an impact for sure. Obviously, he's on the top half of our list. And obviously, too, like, we love a distracted character like that's that's funny because all of us have such short attention spans nowadays so like kids and adults i think both are laughing at that because he's just like squirrel 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 and that like people will reference that in everyday life now like oh i'm so uh, such a distracted person i can't focus squirrel like which i don't think is a funny joke but (laughs) (laughs) but But that really stuck it really stuck they really do it so as you could tell all three of us i guess hate doug because of the way we're talking about it but no he is it's a funny so character sterile how we're saying it like i guess doug's a golden retriever that said squirrel one time number four cody please quickly get us off of doug coming in at number four we have shadow from homeward Bound. Shadow. what was shadow guys golden retriever yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. flowing yeah. Like Doug is like Doug is like squat and yeah. I don't know how he's a golden. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. He's a definitely a lab. I think like a wire hair retriever. A wire haired retriever. Shadow. Wow, his coat. You could. Shadow was was beautiful. Shadow. Okay, I found a fact that like this really stopped me in my track. I was looking up his voice. It's some guy, Don. A M E C H E M H A. Yeah, he's an old older actor. But then it said, or Liam Neeson in the video games. So there are Homeward Bound video games, I and guess. And also they sprung Liam for Liam Neeson for the video games. You know what? Games? But that matches Shadow to me. Like, that, yeah. makes, that makes sense to me that that's the right voice. So he's the protective pet of the group. He's the older brother's pet. Um, we talked about the reunion a little bit earlier. And I Oof. think when Shadow I mean. comes up over that horizon... <laughs> I mean, I that's mean, the reason I know what a horizon is. Yeah. Truly. 
Yeah. Shadow was Limping. what? I think going to get hit by a train or something. Where did we leave Shadow? No, he, okay, because I just watched this yesterday. <laughs> okay, I okay. a whole play-by-play. Play. Where was he, he? They were on the train tracks, and yeah. then yep. they fell through the wooden beams, and then he's <gasps> in this mud pit. Yes. And Chance is like, you can do it, Shadow, and he's trying to climb up the mud pit, but he keeps falling back, and he's like, I Oh can't. my gosh. I'm too Ooh, I'm old. getting so sad. And then they yes. cut to family playing basketball. <gasps> That's it. We just don't know. And you and don't he know. Says, like, Does he make it out me. of the mud pit? We don't know. First of all, let's go back to the plot of Homeward Bound is that a family's moving to San Francisco that so they leave their three, one child each gets a pet on some farm with somebody and says like, see ya, I guess we don't have you three pets anymore. And then they take it upon themselves to follow them to San Francisco. Yeah, just over the mountains casually. Over the mountains. We saw them do the many perils of the mountains and then Shadow, we thought we'd lost him and when he comes back, oh, man, I could cry just thinking about it. That video is recirculating now like on Facebook and stuff people are passing around the reunion because I just saw it like weeks before we talked about doing fictional dogs and I watched it and I was like oh my gosh like this sits in such a deep rooted place for those of us that watched it again because we did not feel that way like we weren't separated from our parents we didn't have anything that was like Mm -hmm. that felt that real of like oh my joy homecoming relief wrapped it it was when we learned that feeling truly that's truly when we learned it and that like we said the smartest thing this movie ever did make it real dogs with just the voiceover so we didn't have to suspend our disbelief that much that was a real dog about to get hit by a train so we really felt some relief when he came over that side and don't sleep on homeward bound 2 i even say yes. it's like it's yes. so good like I one of my favorites agree. from when i was a kid and so i like have a fear of people flicking their cigarettes into piles of like burning like brush because in that yeah. movie well. someone flicks a cigarette it goes into like a leaf pile which burns up an apartment building and then what? shadow goes in and saves the life of a little girl and a cat Real and quick, he, for, mm. for number two, do they abandon their pets again? Or what's the plot? Um, They go on vacation. I think it's like a Home Alone <laughs> type people. deal. So, oh, right. So they put them they put them in the cargo hold of a plane to take them on vacation. And they escape. In, jump out of the plane. They jump out of the plane. They're like <laughs> on the runway, like running around. Okay. All right. So these three have really been through it. All right. Caitlin. Home too. It sounds, it sounds like you clearly have never abandoned a pet at someone else's farm before. I, we did actually. My family absolutely did do that. Say. We just never saw it again. We definitely we, did too. We, we did too. The best. We had. No. Wait, hold on. This is we, not. Wait, true mine was real though. Mine was real. Mine wasn't my parents saying that, that was happening. Was mine was real too. Oh, mine okay. was, was real too. Yes. Oh, <laughs> my, but mine didn't find me over mountains, which I wish it did. So we had a golden retriever named Jenna, who we loved. We adopted. We didn't name it Jenna. It was named Jenna. Whatever Jenna. we got it. Right. We adopted it. My dad loved it. Jenna, one time. Like, went down the stairs, and Brendan, who at the time was, like, two, but, like, Brendan was in the way. (laughs) Jenna, like, knocked down Brendan, and, like, I think he had to – maybe – he, like, got stitches, I think, or something. Like, something pretty crazy happened. But just know that Jazzy did the exact same thing the next year, and Jazzy was the worst dog ever. So, Jenna, we had to take to the farm because we had, like, a lady that, like, bred dogs for them, and she, like, had, like, a ton of space. So we took Jenna away. What were your stories of We had a dog named dogs? DC who was too aggressive. Uh, she was awesome. She has a whole story to herself. But <sighs> we had to take her to my aunt's farm where she hunted and tracked a deer and killed a deer. And what she kind was, of like, dog? An oh, my 11-year-old. Gosh. 
chow chow mix. So you love that she one. Yeah, was awesome. Oh what about you, Kitty? Gosh. Kitty, we what's had yours? Daisy. I can't wait. I she was wait. a German Shepherd mix, and she was also too aggressive. But I was like really attached to her, so I told my parents I was running away <laughs> with her because <laughs> they they were gonna give her. Well, they took her to the pound, and then someone who adopted her lived on a farm, so she ended up at a yeah. farm. But I had packed a bag and put ten dollars in my backpack and took Daisy out to the front yard, and we got to the front of the street, and I turned around and I was like, I don't know. Which where coincidentally, I'm going. if you guys want to place it, her front yard is right next to the Discovery Building in downtown DC. So she was risking <laughs> a lot of traffic to Says do this. Kitty. Says so Kitty. I just pictured her doing like the thing where you wrap up the bandana around On a, a stick. stick and, like, I think I did that and I had ring pops in there and I remember licking a ring pop and sharing it with Daisy and like we were sitting in the front yard like I was trying to figure out our path. Just- Two outlaws trying to figure it out. Um, Listeners, do you like sense just kind of this reunion, just bonding the three of us together again? Like the fact that we literally all had dogs that had to go away to the farm. All right. Coming in at number three, we have Max from The Grinch. Any iteration? The the, uh, iteration. No, no. There's one one iteration we will not be talking about. And that is what? Live action. The musical no. version. No, oh. that's what I meant. I meant the live action the musical. The live yeah. action musical, <laughs> yeah. yes. Cannot. We will not sit with that. Just that pretend will not we sit with get that out of my right. mouth. Okay. Guys, so what do you Max think Max is? is? Awesome. He is a, like, uh, I'm going to say a terrier, a hound. I put a mutt because there's no information <laughs> anywhere. Oh. And and that kind of tracks. Like, yeah. he's like, he's a bit of a mix of things, wouldn't you say? Yeah, he's got, like, the floppy ears, but really yeah. short hair. I don't know. Like, I would think he's probably got some hound in him because he look he has, like, the ears of a hound. Max is awesome. He also might be part um, reindeer because he's got, like, that antler. That's true. The well, I was going to say, in the cartoon version, he has, like, a lot of flabs of skin. When yes. they put the reindeer oh. on top, I'm like, you have a lot of cushion there. Yes. He might I be a wrinkle know. face. An unknown yeah, wrinkle face dog. Face. Another wrinkle face breed. That's interesting that we have, too. So... Obviously, we've talked about this in the Christmas episode, but we love the Jim Carrey version. That's the first Max I think of. Love that guy. And I just think Max is the perfect counterpart character to the Grinch. He's funny. He brings out the heart of the Grinch. He's like the perfect foil to his character to just talk at the entire time. We love to see it. One of my favorite lines is when they're coming out of the like garbage shoot in the live action and Mac, they're like actually having a conversation. He's like, you know, Max, one man's toxic sludge is another man's potpourri. And Max's like, woo, woo. I don't know, some kind of soup. <laughs> it's like my favorite line. And it's just funny because they're actually talking to each other. I think in the live action, it gives Jim Carrey so much to go off of because he's literally just in that cave by himself for so much of the movie. So he has things to bounce off with Max and... Max, you just love him, and you feel bad for him when he has to haul that whole thing up the mountain. Oh, I mean, too much. I am too nervous. much. I have a confession. I've never seen the Jim Carrey version. Kitty, that, I only what you're know saying the isn't true. <laughs> or so, what? You've only seen the Benedict Cumberbatch version? No, 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 no. I've only seen the cartoon version. Because I'm Kitty. scared of Jim Carrey. The Jim Carrey version looks scary to me. So I've Kitty. only stuck with the cartoon, but Max is great in that, too. Cody, do we even like dignify it or do we move on to number two? I will dignify it with this. It is an overwhelming movie. Like, how do you jump into that movie alone on a Christmas Eve? Like, you yeah, can't. No. You have to have and someone else. I don't think Todd else. has the constitution, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think Todd. I don't think it's for. I think it's too much. I do think it's too much for it's Todd. It's a bit yes. overwhelming. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much sensory overload. Yeah, you two stick with your cartoon. All right, version. next That's holiday true. season, watch party. 
Oh, yep. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number two, there was a battle for the top spot, and it just got usurped at the last moment. So number two is Snoopy. Snoopy is an icon. Like, whether you love Snoopy himself or not, like, he is just such an important part of the Peanuts, and the Peanuts gang is just amazing in itself. And I feel like you can't help but feel some sort of good feelings towards him, even if he's not your favorite character ever. What do you think? What is he? You guys know what he is. Snoopy, that's easy. I don't know what he is. Oh, he's a beagle. He's a beagle. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I did know that. A spotless Dalmatian. He is. Doesn't he have spots? (laughs) Mm, nope nope it is a little sad because i do not like beagles in real life well and snoopy doesn't all. look like a beagle like that's he not what he has a no brown. No. Right. yeah he's yeah. black and white he's just black and white and so spotted it's like all over <laughs> is he really a beagle i, I don't, don't know. think so so it said on wikipedia He's considered more famous than Charlie Brown in some countries. And I was like, yeah, this one, right? Like in America, (laughs) I think he's more famous. Everybody, Snoopy was like something that like, you know how like Tweety Bird was a thing that like people had on shirts and on stickers in their car. Snoopy kind of takes up that space. Like there are people that are Snoopy people and they have that like on their person or yeah, in nobody's their house wearing, somewhere. No one's wearing Charlie Brown merch. Like no. people are wearing <laughs> Snoopy no. merch. Yes. No, and absolutely not. In Your Good Man Charlie Brown, the musical, which is being put on right now by one of our friends locally. Which, has anyone on this Zoom um been huh. the star of that musical? That's weird. I, has anyone can't be why I'm bringing it up. That but... can't be why. Wait, quick question. Kitty, did you see Cody in your <laughs> Yes. Of course she did. She's Multiple the glue, remember? Times. She's the glue. Okay, Golly. so the best character in that musical is Snoopy. He's so mm. funny. He gets the best songs. And it's just like, it's just a, a fun uh, breathing Snoopy kind of to life in this form yes. where you get to hear more, even more of his thoughts. I love when Snoopy changes characters as the Red Baron or as Joe Cool or as like, yep. he's just always doing mm-hmm. his own thing. And in the Christmas special, I love when he licks Lucy and she's like, oh, dog, they get germs, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, It's <laughs> like my favorite part of the Christmas special. We love Snoopy. Kitty, you love that little Dalmatian, don't you? I love him. <laughs> I love his little snow cone machine. You know the Snoopy snow cone machines that people had? Did you guys not have those? You put ice in it and you crank it out and it has like Snoopy on top of no, the I know what a snow and it like comes. <laughs> we understand I'm snow cone. About Snoopy has Snoopy his own part. brand of snow cone machines. Okay. All okay, right. You so know what? We're, <laughs> we're learning that I saw cats and dogs alone. Kitty had a Snoopy snow Invented cone alone. A Snoopy snow cone Kaylin just needs to be isolated and then we'll have a trifecta here on this episode. <laughs> there we go. Yes. All right. You it's also time. know that. Sorry, Cody. I have something very important to say. That <laughs> Snoopy wait. has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and is one of the only dogs to do so. I besides did not... like Lassie and Rin Tin Tin. So there you whoa, go. okay, and that still didn't take up more space in your brain than the snow cone machine. <laughs> so <laughs> I, guess I don't know which one he's more famous for. Also, here's a question, guys. Rin Tin Tin is what is it? What I don't know. <laughs> Exactly. I think of a can, like yeah, a tin like, can. I've heard the dog phrase. I've heard that. Person, one person voted on Rin Tin Tin. I've and heard of it. Don't know. I'm looking it up. What kind of, what is it? 
Yeah, no, that it's like a German. Is it a real. war dog? Yeah, like a it's dog a war in dog. war. Gotta be a war dog. Yeah. All right. Before we get dog. into our number one, we are just gonna take a quick trip down the sad, sad, traumatic memory lane of dogs that die. So, oh my um, gosh, not in real life. This segment um is mostly focused around dogs in literature so when we were growing up and i think this is kind of a universal experience for most of us there were so many required readings about dogs which like should have been an amazing thing for us as children right like it should have been the best ever but unfortunately all the dogs in the literary works we're supposed to read they all died so we had some votes for uh, old dan and little ann from where i the cannot red believe the people that put that on that like want to think about that there's a website for movies and tv shows maybe it's books too that's called does the dog die.com and you can look yep. up any movie or tv show and maybe book and see if the dog dies just to warn yourself where the red fern grows we had to we not only had to read it we had to read it aloud in class in a circle (laughs) think about the seventh grader that was like and then what about the person that got popcorned oh no that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying and that's what i'm saying i remember crying for real there were two short there were stories like that really really this one and that one called the scarlet abyss about the brother that dies those were both so sad when i was little but these two yes kitty Want to share what you told us where the red fern grows taught you? Yeah. I learned what entrails were from (laughs) where the red fern grows because there's that horrific scene when one of them gets like opened up by some sort of animal, like a mountain lion. Mountain lion, I guess. Uh, Maybe again. I don't know. It seems like they're trying to get some sort, and and they they just describe the entrails, and I'm like, oh, so that's that's just what I always think of now. Oh, that was so so not only. Does one dog die, but then the other dog dies over its grave of a broken heart? Oh, Guys, and I was what like, that's when I doing? I started being afraid that that was like totally real and normal. Like, oh my gosh, if I get too sad, I'm gonna die <laughs> because <laughs> young, little Anne. That's what happened. Yeah, this book. Yeah. So. one of them. One of them dies over the grave for sure. Okay, we've also got books like Art of Racing in the Rain, which is a newer one, but the dog dies there. Old Yeller was a book at one point. We all know what happens to Old we Yeller. We all know what happens to Old We've Yeller. got Marley and Me, which literally uh, I think was just written to make people sad. But the 100%. one that is the worst for me is a book called Stone Fox. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I could never remember the name of it. And we had to read it. And you get to love this dog. Her name is Searchlight. And the dog is like a a sled racing dog. It might be a boy. Uh I don't know if it's a boy or girl. And you get to love this dog for the whole, whole book. She's like a champion sled racing dog. And they're doing the biggest race. And they get to the very end. And right before the finish line... Her heart explodes. No, no, And she no. dies in front of the finish line before what? finishing the race. What explodes? are these things teaching us? <laughs> it teaches me that my heart's going to explode. <laughs> and Literally. your heart can stop from sadness. <laughs> and, and so entrails, I don't know I what teacher assigned Gosh. that to me, but I was like, that's probably when I stopped reading books. I never finished them after that <laughs> because I was like, I liked this book up until the last, like that is just... That's just too much. Let her finish the race Let and her then die. Finish. What are you teaching us? I Did mean, like an dogs. ear flop over the finish line or something? <laughs> like, did she still win? No, she didn't win. It was the worst. No, posthumously. it's the worst. Traumatic, guys. We were Ugh. traumatized from middle school on, and that's why there has to be a website. Does the dog die? Because we don't. We know what we can take and what we can't. Okay, so after that sad trip down traumatic memory lane, we have a very exciting number one, and that is. Brrr, 
What's the story, Wishbone? Did I get that Guys. right? Oh my god! Yes. Okay. Oh I was yeah. Like, I have not thought about Wishbone for so long, and oh, I really man. wasn't a PBS kid, so I only Ooh. got to see it when I was at my friend's house. I love it. So, what kind of dog is it? Jack we Russell Terrier. Yes, it's a Jack. He's a Jack Russell Terrier. This ran from 1995 to 1998, and so the general gist of the show was that the family, like it was a real person, family, real dog, the family would be doing something in their daily life that would remind Wishbone of like a literary classic and then he would become the titular character usually or the main character and teach us about it. So, Cody, I don't know if you'll have an answer for this because you didn't watch it too much, but like what's the first one that you think of when you think of Wishbone, Kitty? Rip Van Winkle. Rip Van Winkle, okay. He okay. falls asleep okay. Is he underneath also, some leaves. Is he also Sherlock Holmes at one point? Yes. He's Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Yeah. Mine that's the one is I think of. the Odyssey. Like the when oh. he's the Odyssey, he like go that's how I learned that the first I also time. think of Phantom of the Opera. Like I think of him <laughs> as Phantom of the Opera before I think of the musical. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Wishbone was so cute, cute, cutie. I loved Jack Russell Terriers because of him. And so he would teach us these things. And when it was on on PBS, they said that kids were obviously like the market for it. But PBS got so many letters from college students thanking them because it also helped them in like their lit classes because wishbone i mean it's stuck like yeah, i know did. these things from yeah. now Kitty, pbs you think was of him as always pbs was always. always trying to be like educational they did it with yeah. zoom they did it with everything else and this genuinely was educational but yet somehow we still like to watch it because it was a dog. a dog it was like so brilliant to do that it was so smart he was so cute he could do like backflips and things like that so there was a spinoff and then he had a book series too which i think i had some of the books where he would like be on the little cover i loved wishbone there were five dogs that played wishbone it was only three years so none of them died but they just all did different things some were good for the stills some were good for the flips some were good for the tours when they would take wishbone around to places imagine if you were in an assembly at school in elementary school and wishbone trotted out onto the stage i I would lose my mind (laughs) i would would pee my pants i (laughs) loved Wishbone, I'm very glad to see him at the top of the list. Me too. I think it's really funny to see him at the top really kind of shows you who our voters are because yes. like 95 to 98 is such a small window. But for us, that so was small. so like it was so defining of an era and for us. And so the people who voted for Wishbone, there was like he had by far the most first place finishes. And then there was other people younger and older than us. that like, I literally don't know who you're talking about. So maybe go check out some. <laughs> YouTube clips if you need a like instead of going um, to sparknotes.com for your next like literary wishbone. assignment people go to wishbone.com <laughs> <laughs> wishbone.com or just look at like, the, the theme song at least on YouTube to sing along to it is this a rumor or is this fact that they're coming out with a wishbone movie I saw <gasps> rumors of it I that it was announced s- this summer but then I didn't know oh if that my was gosh true. I did not see that in my research but I will be looking that up this week please research for me and write me a wishbone style report yes back. I will we I will love dress up to as a start character. we love to start YDR rumors so guys did you know a wishbone movie is coming out <laughs> <laughs> we love it All right, it is time for us to get into our Robbed Goddesses and You Can't Sit With Us. And as our esteemed guest, Kitty, you get to go first. What is your Robbed Goddess of the dog episode? Oof, oof, oof. I have so many. Um, 
Well, first is Rolf. I love Rolf from The Muppets. Rolf. He's so... Love. He plays the piano. He does what Beethoven couldn't do. Like, Beethoven <laughs> should have been able to play the piano, but Rolf actually plays the piano. Right. And he has, like, such a deadpan humor, and, like, chaos is always happening around him, but he's just, like, tinkering away at the piano. He's the best. And also Fly from Babe. Um, I'm gonna be a babe apologist, and she's the best dog. She really is. She takes babe under her wing paw. And takes care of him, and she's the best. I also had Rolf on my list. He got to 21 on our group list here. Uh, But my robbed goddess is going to have to be Otis from Milo and Otis. Otis is the pug, and then I guess Milo is like a tabby cat or something. I never cared because I never really watched those parts of the movies. I just like fast forwarded because I love pugs so much. It's dogs and cats going on an adventure a la Homeward Bound. And he just, I love Otis so much. And I think that name is so cute. Cute. Mine, they both kind of, I think might be the same like kind of breed. They're definitely the same style of dog. And that is Champion from Parks and Rec and Petey from The Little Rascals. I love both of these dogs so much. They're my robbed goddesses. We did get votes for both of them, but none of them got high enough. So I wanted to show them some love in the goddess section. Kitty, what is our You Can't Sit With Us of the Week? Oof. Um, you know, so I think I'm going to go with Sirius Black. Okay, I'm glad she said it. I'm saying it. it. I mean, he is a dog, but he's a human who turns into a dog. And so I get it, but no. Yeah. She's going to say no, guys. She's coming sit in with hot. Us. She is coming in hot. Cody, I bet we have the exact same one. I'm not sure. Mine is Ren from Ren and Mine Stimpy. is Ren! <laughs> Number guys, one. Which one is Ren? (laughs) I used to watch Ren and Stimpy, and I did not know either of them was a dog. Which one is it? The round one or the small one? No, the small one. And then your dad said- I don't know what the, a cow, an anthropomorphic cow is what we're learning, guys. No, Ren is uh, the like little wiry one. A chihuahua? I guess it's a chihuahua because your dad, Tone, said he's the only Hispanic character on my list. I was like, Hispanic? Hispanic! Although my dad knows, so I guess he's the authority on that. But that is horrible. I hated Ren and Stimpy so much. So he has to be my you can't sit with us. I liked it as a kid. And then growing up, it just made me feel Think so Think of them like scared. brushing their tongue. Oh, I have my no gosh. idea what you're talking about. Good. Honestly, don't even look it up. Don't even okay. look it up. It's and nightmare And that's the worthy. perfect place to end the episode. <laughs> Kitty has no idea what's going on. Similar to our intermission game where she absolutely had no clue what was going on. But Kitty, you have been a fantastic guest. You've added so Guys. much fun to the podcast, and Thanks we're gonna have to have me. you on again. Yeah, it was Absolutely. truly a pleasure. I love you both so much, and I'm so proud of Yodat's rank and what you're doing here. We you can love stop sweating you. now. You can, you can but don't. wipe the I sweat. I can't. I'm gonna have, to have night this sweats on your TV now. Still, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to. <laughs> Our closing words are gonna come from listener Darcy Comforschmidt. Who says that the Baja men should really get an honorary award on this episode uh, because of their work in the canine world? So this goes out to the Baja men of who lets let the dogs out fame. We love you guys. This episode is dedicated to Gail Sherry and you. Thanks, guys, for listening. As always, the only way to make this list your version of correct is to vote. See you later. Bye. Bye.